Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of Picture Perfect. I am your host, Bobby Gross, and you won't believe it, but we have a big show this week. Uh, I have my buddy Justin the Juiced Oliver on the show this week from What the Show from the movie Trivia Schmodown. What is up, Justin? How you doing? Doing well. Doing very well. Yeah. Watched uh, Suicide Squad last night and uh, yeah, ready to talk about it. There's a lot to talk about with that movie and um, for good, for mostly good, I would say. Um, I mean, we'll save it for the review. We'll see. But um, how's everything going with you, man? I mean, I know you're 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 a streamer. You're doing all the streams. You you got the the schmodown going on. So how's everything been going with that? Doing well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everything's good. Yeah. Life is busy. So I'm trying to knock out as much stuff as I can, but yeah, uh, I'm working on what might be a little video for the Schmodown. I don't know if it will be something that, uh, Christian would air before a match, but regardless, it'll be something I post in the Facebook group that I think is pretty funny that, uh, involves uh, a little guitar and a little person named, uh, Bobby Gucci. So now you mentioned it, I, I got to bring it up for, People that are unaware might not be watching the the Schmodown or even knows what a keytar is. I mean, th- this this thing is unbelievable. You play the hell out of it. Um, where did you get the keytar from? Like, there it is. It's right in the background. There, it's uh, it's it's an unbelievable instrument. How <laughs> how did you start on that, dude? Yeah, no. Uh, so yeah, it's actually a funny story. So I I went on a retreat for like uh, a church and I was supposed to be part of the music, but they had like every instrument covered. So I really just Mm. sat around and did nothing. And I was like, why am I here? I was like, and I got home from that retreat and I was like, that was awful. Like, I feel like I just wasted a weekend because I, I I didn't contribute anything to the band. It's like, I'm going to buy the most obscure instrument that nobody else plays. (laughs) And uh, no one will be like, Oh, sorry. We already have a guitar player. I mean, very rarely will you come across that issue. Right. So, yeah. So I bought that little red one there and then I made a couple videos and then moved on to, yeah, the nicer one. And then I actually um, have a new one, brand new, that's really not debuted at all. I did play it on what the show last week, but um, yeah, it's it's something else. Now, what is there a special like go to song that you go with the guitar? Like, is there like one song that, you know, if you rock it on the guitar, you know, it just blows the roof off the place? Yeah. Take on me has been mm. my my go to because I, I've got it down comfortably. You can kind of play it without the background music a little bit and everyone knows what you're playing. It's very recognizable. So if somebody is just like play something on guitar, I'll just play take on me. That is incredible, dude. Like, I, I feel like the, it's, it's the way you play it. I mean, it's got to be the most underrated instrument of all time. I mean, I, I've never oh, heard yeah. of this thing. You, <laughs> you open my eyes to the guitar, and you know what? Who knows? Maybe one day I'll acquire a guitar my own. Oh, we'll yeah. have a, a duel of the guitars and see what yes. goes on. <laughs> but, uh, Justin, we, we always start off the show mentioning anything that we've been watching lately movies, television, anything good or bad. Anything you've been watching besides the Suicide Squad, obviously, that you would uh, you, you've been digging or not not really uh, into? Yeah. So when I um, so when I originally joined, or when uh, my buddy Jacob Whitnaben joined, kind of the schmodown doing the Inner Geekdom, I added all of my all of the Inner Geekdom movies I hadn't seen to my watch list, 
Mm. I'm a big letterbox person. I always log oh my, my movies God. on letterbox. It's this is a letterboxed podcast. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Love it. Love it. So, uh, so last night I finished watching, um, or, or yeah, or, or yeah, last night I watched, um, steel. Mm, that's the, the Shaquille O'Neal uh, movie, Shaquille right? O'Neal. Tell and me about that. That's I have never seen it before, but it just it was it's one a, of those '90s movies, right? Yeah, like, it was very obscure, very yeah, very '90s. Um, and I had like my parents bought me and my brother like all the steel toys because they were like, you know, because nobody bought them, so they were like a dollar. And they're like, they're young enough; they don't they don't like actually know what they want. We'll just spend five dollars and have the whole set. <laughs> So like I was recognizing, it was cool like recognizing like oh okay that's what that is and that's what that like the big hammer that they have yeah and, yeah so, yeah yeah it was weird it wasn't like yeah it wasn't anything too like wasn't, like brutal to watch but it was just you have to take it with like a grain of salt yeah. I mean the cheese yeah. rate is probably off the charts and also oh, yeah. Sha- Shaq had this moment in the '90s with these movies I mean he had that he had uh, Kazam he had a little oh, yeah. cameo in Good Burger have you seen Good Burger? Yeah, I not mean, for a long time. Oh but. my god! If you if you're a kid of the '90s, everybody said yeah, had seen Good Burger, Go but um, never never saw the movie. Now is it like ba- what what is it based on? Is it based on a comic, a graphic it's, novel? It's, I think it's a comic. Uh, it could be a graphic novel though. I I get them, I get them confused, but yeah, um, it's just weird. Yeah, out of everybody I, who who like all the actors that they could have had. It's Shaquille yeah, O'Neal. Right. Like, wh- who comes up with this Just stuff? Massive. <laughs> but although, yeah, although this right. is the same thing, like Space Jam, it's Michael Jordan. So yeah. uh, maybe it was just a '90s thing with all these basketball yeah. players getting into this. But it's yeah. it's five. I remember seeing Kazam as a kid, and that was an experience. Uh, but still, is that like, is it is it a kids movie? Is it like PG thirteen? What yeah. what is it exactly? Yeah, it was. Right, I think it was like trying. Yeah kind of a 90s pg so it was like a little edgier obviously yeah. than what pg is today but yeah nothing like grotesque but yeah kind of a yeah what you'd think for a not yeah a 90s pg now getting into all these uh you know geeky movies that are geeked movies what what's one movie that you've seen that you didn't see before you know, getting into the whole the whole catalog that kind of like blew you away. Is there one that stands out to you? Um, great question. Because uh, I know a lot of times, like the old, it's really the older stuff that we miss, right? Like, I mean, right. it's hard for anybody to miss like a Lord of the Rings or any of the Marvel Marvel movies. But I know a lot of the older stuff sometimes just like misses us. But is there anything that just like wow that that's like a repeat movie now for you. Yeah. I, as I'm looking, um, I did not mind the shadow. Like I thought the shadow is all right. That's um, a, is that eighties or nineties there? That's 94. Yeah. 94. 94. That was a good year. Here I was so, born. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um, that was good. Um, yeah, I don't think there's been anything crazy as i'm going back through my diary um there's just so much though i mean like yeah you know i don't know the official count of all the movies in the that qualify for an geekdom but now 
you know, they expanded to Planet of the Apes. Yeah. And right. the swashbuckling adventure stuff. Things that you wouldn't typically think of right. as in our geekdom. But it, 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 when you really do think about it, it kind of makes sense. But yeah. Yeah, I, I don't, man, like, I don't know how those guys do it. It's just, it's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. Oh, it's great. Yeah. With the new categories and everything like that. Um, but what, what's your, what's your take on these? I mean, did, you saw Jungle? Did you see Jungle Cruise last week? I did not see Jungle Cruise yet. No, okay. I, I've got to get, the, I got to catch that. I don't know. It would be interesting to see how deep the questions for that movie would be because it's a very okay. surface level movie. Yeah. There's not much there. Um, I, I don't know. I think pirates I could probably do pretty well in. I don't know about anything else. Yeah. <laughs> I, like my buddy Adam Collins, he has no problem with any of that stuff. But like, right. you know, he, he tried to get me to join up in the, the schmodown years ago. And I was like, ah, I, I don't oh, have yeah. the attention for that. But is there anything else, Justin, that you've been watching? Any any movies or television like that? A lot. I've been catching up on some... You know, bad, a lot of bad movies. I mean, that's I think, that's just, that's, you know, just my, as memorable as a good movie, honestly. The right ones, at least. Yeah, right. A lot of, yeah, lots of obscure ones. Like, I watched um, Shizopolis. I think it's the first. Oh my God, what is that? Soder, the first Soderberg, uh, Steven Soderbergh movie. Okay. From 96, and he is the main actor. Oh, interesting. And that might have been like a student. Was it a student film of his that he kind of just he didn't have the budget, so he probably just starred in it. Similar. Yeah, I think kind of similar. But yeah, just very like it's it's very it's got a lot of great like dry humor and a lot of like uh, I'd say like Guy Ritchie humor with uh, where there's a lot of like just very subtle jokes that like lead from like one frame to the next. Yeah, um, but it's like it's it's the most obscure. It's kind of like I don't know. It's got some like it seemed like something Jim Carrey would star in like a like a Truman Show type. I that, like that that like feel, but it's but it's not that. It's so weird. It's hard to <laughs> I, like. I have to put it on the watch list. Describe. Yeah, is it, it readily available? Because I know like some of the H- directors like first movies are hard, really hard H- to find. Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, okay. I've been. I've been going through. That's what I've been uh, coming across. All these movies is just uh, working through my HBO Max watch list. I, I dude, HBO Max. Can, can we talk about them for a second? Like, yeah. Screw Netflix. Like, screw Hulu. HBO Max is the service. Oh yeah. I mean, they they have everything. Not only do they have the new releases on there, right? The stuff that they put in the theaters, but they have like Turner Classic Movies, so you get a lot of obscure, yeah. or not even obscure, yeah. but just kind of lost. Because a lot of these older movies, they never get put to DVD, they never get put to Blu-ray. So it's great, like finding some of these gems on oh, HBO yeah. Max, and then all of their shows and everything like that. Like the, HBO Max, yeah. they're they're doing something right over there. Oh yeah, and I, I watched. Uh... So this is more earlier, like in the summer, late, uh, like April and May, I was watching. Yeah, I was working through kind of like best picture winners um, that they just had on HBO Max and, you know, from the 30s. And I saw like three uh, Jimmy, um, J- uh, James Stewart, Stewart movies like in a yeah. row. Oh, yeah, that's like, my cool. guy. That just happened, you know, just happened to be because I always watch uh, from longest first. I go on Letterboxd, I sort HBO Max. 
longest first and I just work my way down so I can just get all the long ones out of the way right away. Got um, it. Nice. But uh, the one that actually stands out, it's was uh, I watched Yojimbo. Oh, okay. Kurosawa. Yeah. Classic. Very good. Yeah. Are you are you a Kurosawa guy or was that like one of your first Kurosawa movies? Um, I've seen Rashomon, Seven Samurai, and Ikiru. So I think that was my fourth one. And then I watched Throne of Blood right after. So I've seen like five. But yeah. I haven't seen any of them twice. So a lot of especially like Seven Samurai. That's a that's a talk about a long movie. That that's a long oh, yeah. one. But they, I mean, like you said, man, that like they have so much stuff. Like Kurosawa was yeah. on there, and then you can find like Soderbergh's first movie. Yeah. Like where, where else? Are you? Netflix doesn't have that. No, uh, Hulu no. doesn't have it. You, a close second would probably be Amazon. Surprisingly, if you look yeah. at Amazon, I mean, yeah. their 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 service is so terrible as far as interface. But you know, scrolling through there, they have so many '70s and '80s movies that you would just never yeah. find anywhere else. Like oh, yeah. I just um, like last month I was on even before that I was on like a poker movie kick and they had um, this movie called The Gambler and it's the original movie that uh, Mark Wahlberg oh, remade. Okay. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's not a great movie, but it's just like, yeah. where where would you ever find that besides yeah. Amazon? Like just dumped on Amazon somewhere. But I I, I really dig it. Any old movies, I'm going to HBO or Amazon first yeah. because net- Netflix is just a waste of time at this point, right? Like, no. there's just not their library is decimated. Yeah, it's all. It's yeah, it's all original, weird rom. Yeah, originals and weird rom coms and and Twilight. Now like, they got the Twilight yeah. movies on there. <laughs> it's all yeah, very much garnered for a Netflix and chill. I think more than an actual uh, uh, cinephiles watch list. For sure. <laughs> and really, like, I didn't really watch anything this past week. I rewatched Ferris Bueller's Day Off, which is amazing. I haven't seen that mm. in full in years. And it's it's incredible. Like, wh- what can you say? It's one of my favorite movies. It's just one of those, uh, like, with that and Breakfast Club. I mean, John Hughes was on a roll in the 80s. Just put out oh, these yeah. unbelievable, timeless comedies. So I watched that. But I've been watching more TV than anything. So... Uh, I mean, everybody's watching Ted Lasso right now. Are you on the Ted Lasso train? No, I don't have Apple. I, oh, uh, my, my buddy God. has it. So I saw one episode at my buddy's, but um, and it was good. Yeah. But I mean, what can you say about it? Like everything that needs to be said about the show has been said. Like, it's just so much fun. It's it's yeah light. It's fluffy. It's exactly what you want. Um, and this season is no different. There's the, the third episode just came out last week. I mean, it's just it's it's so nice. Like, it's one of those mo- the shows that you could probably dump it all in one uh, one day, one weekend. But yeah. it's kind of nice to come back to the show every yeah. week for the new episodes. Um, so, I mean, Ted Lasso. I mean, listen, I'm trying to get more people on Apple Plus, man. I'm telling you, like, they they have a lot of good stuff. It's just they don't have the library. There's absolutely yeah. no yeah. library in there. So I totally get it. But it was funny. I was talking to my my buddy the other day and uh he wants to watch ted lasso but he doesn't want to pay for it and i'm like well do you have the did you get like a new apple product because i guess they just don't advertise this but when you get a new apple product you get apple plus for like six months to a year for free 
So you okay. can you can go through and watch all their shows. There's not that many movies, but they have a lot of good shows on there. I'm still waiting for um, Schmigadoon to wrap their season. The the musical show. Have you heard about this? No, no. Cicely, Cicely Tyson and Keegan-Michael Key. And okay. it looks unbelievably funny. It's like it's like classic studio musical from like the 40s, 50s, 60s. And they get stuck into this world, and they're all they're. It seems like they're the only ones who realize that they're in a musical. Everybody else mm. plays it so straight. Um, so I'm I'm really looking forward okay. to that wrapping up for, and then I'll just that one I'll just binge. That's that's not nice. a problem. But also, uh, I've been watching the show Dave. Uh, are are you familiar with Dave, uh, Justin, the uh, little Dicky show on FX? It's oh oh no 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 I'm not so. I really loved the first season. Uh, it's it's kind of like gross out at times. It's 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 funny. It's kind of like the first season of Atlanta, uh, which I dug. And then the later seasons, it was just yeah. like, okay, I get what you're doing here. It's getting a little bit too artsy fartsy for me. Um, mm-hmm. But the second season, I'm three episodes in, and I was super down on the show the first two episodes because it's just a different. Lil Dicky is just completely different in those first two episodes of the second season. He's just like a total mm. dick, literally, uh, I guess. Uh, but it, it was just like not the character we saw in the first season. And I was like, am I, is this like a sophomore slump? Because sometimes you'll see this with comedies too. You get this, the popular first season. And I was kind of hoping this wasn't the case for Ted Lasso. And so far it isn't. They're hitting on all cylinders still. But Sometimes you'll have a show that has a really popular first season and everybody loves it. And then the second season kind of comes and goes. And that might actually be happening with Dave because I haven't heard anybody talk about this show for the second season. But everybody was talking about it for the first one. And then finally, I watched the third episode and it seems like it's starting to get back on track. But Mm. it's a really funny show. Um, Andrew Santino is in there. Uh, Oh, nice. His uh, his buddy, Lil Dicky's buddy, Gaeta, who is not an actor. I think he's um, just like one of his posse. He is hilarious in the show. He's probably my favorite character. And he actually has this one like big episode in the first season that was phenomenal. But I feel like uh, FX, they, they kind of got lost in this pandemic, right? Like I haven't heard any buzz on any of their shows in a long right. time. I mean, is there any FX shows off the top of your head that you're watching or you've watched no. recently? No, I I mean, I'm not. I'm very, like, picky with my TV shows, I guess, because I'm such a I feel like I've got such a watch list of movies to get through. I'm like taking time for a TV show when I could be watching a movie is like, yeah, I guess it's hard for me. So I'm yeah, so I'm very. So yeah, I'm I'm not just uh, well. Let me just ch- check out this new show. It's more like you have to watch this. So no, so yeah, I don't. I haven't really seen um, much of any FX shows. Yeah, they're, I think they're going to have a good fall season though because the new uh, American Crime Story revolving around the Bill Clinton scandal in the '90s is coming out yeah. with uh, Beanie Feldstein, which I'm super excited about. And I believe this past week, maybe this past weekend, they finally premiered Reservation Dogs, 
which is like a spin mm. on Reservoir Dogs, but it's like a Taika Waititi show uh, that has been getting great reviews. So I think okay. they're they they might be making a little oh. comeback here, and I love their deal with Hulu because every uh, the night after or the day after it airs on tel- on cable, it's right on Hulu. So, yeah. but they they had some good shows a couple of years ago with uh, Miss Miss America and all that stuff. But FX yeah. really, I it's just nothing there. And hmm. I think just Dave is getting lost in the shuffle right now. But if you guys watch the first season and you haven't checked out the second, I would say you know get through the first two episodes. But the third one, and I've only seen three so far. Um, the third one seems like more of the Dave of season one, which I dug. And I also finally finished Mythic Quest on Apple Plus, which we mm. talked about last week with uh, Amber and Max. But, I mean, it's a phenomenal show. Again, another Apple TV Plus show that's under the radar. Uh, listen, if you, it's it's a cheap service to pay for. It's like five or six bucks, something like that. Oh. And if you don't, I mean, de- definitely look into it if you can get the free trial. Because pretty much, I mean, I'm still on the free trial. A lot of people I know are on the free trial. Mm. But they've got a lot of good originals. And I think if some of these were on a Netflix or an HBO Max, it would get a lot more buzz. But it's I, I really like what Apple Plus is doing. Now they just have to kind of just get a library somehow, which that might just be buying A24, which was the big rumor a few weeks oh, ago. Yeah. Uh, because they, they're kind of... They're just all... I mean, listen, they, they can bleed money for the next 10 years and be fine. It's Apple. Right. But... They definitely, if they want to take it seriously in the streaming game, they gotta they gotta get some kind of library or something like that. Because yeah. they also missed out on MGM, who went to Amazon last mm. month or two months ago. So, but that's what we've been watching, guys. Um, anything that you guys have been watching, please let us know in the comments. Tweet us. Let us all know that good stuff. But the big review this week: the Suicide Squad. Uh, not Suicide Squad. Now there is a the in the beginning, so you Big know difference. that like this is this is the Suicide Squad to watch, and it makes sense because this is a much better uh, Suicide Squad than the one we saw a few years back, Justin. Oh, yeah. um, but like we do, non spoiler spoiler. So we're gonna start with the non spoilers, Justin. What do you think of the Suicide yeah. Squad? I yeah, I really enjoyed it. I. Yeah, I thought it, it it all came together very well, flowed well. The tone was always there. Uh, yeah, it was always consistent. And um, yeah, you, you kind of expect that from James Gunn, but it was cool to see him not have to hold back, hold uh, to the PG-13 rating. You think like, yeah, it, it's really it's just Guardians of the Galaxy R is kind of what it is with a little a little more government control, you might say. <laughs> it, it's just, I mean, it, and it worked out for Warner Brothers, right? Because we had that big controversy a few years ago with James Gunn and Disney. Yeah. Which, I mean, I don't know what your take was on it, but it was just like, the, the dude made some bad yeah. jokes. It, it, right. it could, I mean, it, he didn't do literally something and it wasn't his yeah. actions. He didn't like, do the it, things he tweeted about. He just, yeah, was yeah, working so, out comedy. And listen, the, uh, Disney, I know that they have this reputation of really trying to get people involved in, in the, the company that doesn't have this kind of history. Um, I mean, we saw that with a certain character or a certain actress in The Mandalorian that got kicked out. But right. um, I mean, it worked out for Warner Brothers because if you think about it, James Gunn, 
I mean, he launched Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, without him, that movie doesn't work. Um, yeah. And then, oh, yeah. you know, what, what were your thoughts on Volume 2, though? Like, did did you like Volume 2 or... Not, I didn't like it that much this first time I watched it. Yeah. Uh, when I did my big Marvel rewatch before uh, before Endgame, I enjoyed it more for what it was. But yeah, I wasn't a big fan. Right, I felt like the first one just had so much more heart and mm-hmm. leaned more. You know, that you could say they're action comedies, and the first one was like action comedy. Um. But with, you know, with, with, with all the heart. But and then it just seemed like they were too, too much comedy, a little too much yeah. comedy thrown in for what, uh, for my liking. Yeah, that, like that, that was, but. that was pretty much my thoughts on volume two. So maybe yeah. it was uh, beneficial for both parties because, you know what, Disney, I guess they had the pressure to kind of cut ties with them, but also James Gunn, maybe he needed a little break from the Guardians um and do something a little bit different because i mean there's definitely elements of guardians of the galaxy in this movie um yeah. i mean i i love the weasel here that's on the yeah. on the youtube yeah. uh, the youtube background here i mean that that's like a really cocaine drug riddled rocket raccoon oh yeah which was right, right. I, I love what they did with him in this movie um but you know we have some familiar characters we have harley quinn back in this movie we have um boomerang back in this movie we have some and amanda waller Mm -hmm. uh you know we have some connectivity between this one and the first one but it seemed like warner brothers was really just trying to distance themselves as far away from the first one without completely blowing up the franchise Yeah, and I think they're. It seems like they're trying to just do more in like, yeah, this is a shared universe, but it's also not a shared universe. Like, it's just a movie, you know. Like, they're because there was a there was one line. Maybe I'll say it in the spoiler section, but there was one line said where I was like, that I feel like that doesn't fit with the DCEU, but it fits with the character. So yeah, uh, that they were trying to to get so. Yeah, but at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter because it was, you know, they're, I th- feel like they're trying to go for more of, yeah, let's not have everything connected and let's just make some good movies. And I felt they definitely did that. Absolutely. And I, I dig that about DC too, because, you know, when they first started doing all this stuff with the DCEU, they ba- they really tried to do their their Marvel stuff, right? Yeah. Everything had to connect. Everything, you know, they, they rushed storylines. Yeah. They, they did everything wrong. And then I guess at a certain point, maybe even starting with Wonder Woman, they started slowly finding their footing here. And I'm totally fine. Like, you know, if you want everything to be in the same universe, there's Marvel, right? If you want just good comic book movies, and I'm not saying Marvel movies aren't good, but I'm just saying like they stand on their own. You don't have to watch this movie, that movie, and then this other movie to get what's going on. That this is what DC does best. And, yeah. you know, we saw that Primer's example was Joker, right? Joker, yeah. absolutely no connectivity into any of the big universe stuff in, within DC. But it's still, they they just set out to make that one movie. And, you know, maybe now that there's going to be a sequel, but that's another story. Uh, but they set out for this one movie, tell this one story. It doesn't have to connect to, you know, the Ben Affleck bat batman or you know it doesn't have to connect to this upcoming robert pattinson batman so i dig what they that that strategy and with this one um 
I'm not saying that I needed more connectivity, but it was weird, you know, seeing Harley Quinn in this movie after Birds of Prey and right. just kind of, you know, doing her own thing again. And where we left off with Birds of Prey, I was hoping maybe some kind of mention, but it's kind right. of just like, this is Harley Quinn. You saw her in Suicide Squad. You saw her in Birds of Prey. She's just going to enter the story and be Harley Quinn, which yeah. I was fine with. Yeah. Yeah, because I forget I loved Birds of Prey. Um, Me too. I forget yeah. how it, I forget exactly how it kind of all ends, but yeah, I mean, because they all just kind of walk off into the sunset, right? So, and then, but she she takes the kid at the yeah, end, right? Like right, she drives right, away right. with her. But it, I think, I mean, they, they kind of separate, but they leave the door open for a sequel, yeah. which I'm still I'm still hoping for. Like, I don't think it's gonna happen, unfortunately, but I would mm-hmm. love to see even if it was just an HBO max exclusive or something like that, yeah. a birds of prey too, because yeah. I mean, I'm glad you liked it too, because it seemed like a lot of people were just kind of mixed on it. Oh yeah. I, yeah. I love it. It's easily one of my favorite DCU movies um, for sure. And yeah. And like, maybe if this like took, cause this didn't necessarily need like a, like a time. So, I mean, I guess you could say this took place before, yeah, uh, birds of prey. You could it theoretically could do that, but um, right, yeah, it was her character. Definitely, it definitely you could tell they didn't write her based off of birds of prey. It was just which yeah, I mean, another Harley Quinn. You know, if if we're gonna praise them for not connecting everything, then yeah. you know we can't necessarily criticize them for that right. decision. But right, we also get a whole new batch of characters in here. Um, yeah. Bloodsport, played by Idris Elba, is in this, which um, I don't know. I- I'm usually pretty high on Idris Elba. I thought he was completely fine in this movie, yeah. but you know, one of the bright spots of the first Suicide Squad was Will Smith's Deadshot. Yeah. So, and it's very, very clear that they're trying to kind of squeeze Idris in as Will Smith in this movie. Um, were you fine with Bloodsport? Like, were you digging what he was doing in this movie, or were you kind of like ho- wishing that it was Will Smith and and his Deadshot character? Yeah, not yeah. I right. I definitely picked up um, what you're saying with yeah, just trying to make it just basically be Deadshot. But yeah, I think it definitely Deadshot probably would have improved it. But you know, it's all pretty fine. You never get too too deep into all the characters none of them are incredibly fleshed out so um i think it yeah i think it was fine and worked worked for it but and then but also you have him and john cena going at it throughout this movie yeah, that was and yeah. i i really dig john cena in this universe yeah. i think he works really really well um you know coming off of fast fast nine right like he's kind of just there he doesn't yeah. have any personality, really. He's just playing it super straight. And I love John Cena when he's having fun. So, you know, his role in Trainwreck from years back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was excellent in that movie. He was super funny. And he kind of plays it um, funny, but also serious in this movie. Right. right. And I-, I loved what he was doing here. Like, I- yeah. And, you know, he's got his uh, HBO Max show coming out next year, right. too. And you know we get some answers about how that would work right. um, in the in the in the movie. But so where where are you at with Cena? Like you know we have Cena, we have The Rock, we have Batista. Where is he like 
wrestler pro wrestlers going to act yeah. wise like where is he on that on that ranking for you yeah he's i mean yeah he's not touching the rock yet but um no yeah i i i really enjoy well what's funny is i want batista to do i almost want batista to do more serious stuff and less comedy and mm-hmm. yeah cena obviously do more comedy and less serious stuff because Batista was great in Blade Runner 2049, the one scene mm-hmm. that he was in. Um, he played that like perfectly. So yeah, for him to be play more like kind of the grizzled old, like maybe like retired type guy coming back into action instead of Liam Neeson doing it in every movie, we could get yeah. a little Batista. But yeah, any more comedic roles for yeah, Cena is so just so charismatic to be able to pull off. Yeah, that that type of stuff. I love it. And it's interesting, too, to see because obviously, I mean, if anybody watched the trailers or even knows anything regarding the cast, I mean, there's so many characters in this movie and you see a lot of, you know, the James Gunn regulars in here, too. It was interesting to see who they chose to keep around, who they chose to kill off. Um, I don't think that's a spoiler because, I mean, if you have that many people, you know, some people are going to die. It was interesting to see who they kept around, though specifically one character that we'll get into in spoilers yeah. but um I, I didn't say that i wouldn't say i would i love this movie i know like this is getting so much praise from everybody that i'm seeing online mm. um it seems like this was an overall success even yeah. though it i mean you look at the box office receipts it doesn't look that way unfortunately um i i, I just had a good time with it you know it, yeah. it has its problems like um, you mentioned before that not every character gets super fleshed out, but it seemed like they did their best. And, you know, maybe it was just the execution that I didn't like, but they, yeah. they kind of stopped the movie at times to really give certain characters backstory. And I appreciate that in certain circumstances, but the way that it's done, it kind of just stops the movie in its tracks. And even though I, I enjoyed what, you know, they were trying to do there. I was kind of like, okay, let, let's get to, you know, because typically I like <clears throat> the conversations more than the action. Right. But in this right. case, I kind of like the action more than the conversations yeah. in this yeah. movie. Definitely. Because, yeah, I, I mean, everybody that sticks around, they pretty much get their own moment to tell, like, where they came from, what they did right. and everything like that. Um, where are you on that? Like, did you enjoy all that? Because, I mean, it's not like they give, like everything it doesn't take 20 minutes to explain a character but where, where were you on the right. whole exposition and the backstory element of this movie yeah kind of iffy kind of yeah I, yeah i i i I'd throw this as like i really enjoyed type of yeah type of rating um but yeah um yeah there's no character yeah that you feel that you really fall in love with and, you know, Cena's great for the moments, but I don't think there was too much of even Cena's character getting fleshed out. Like, you don't really know too much of his backstory from what I remember. Yeah. But, um, no, yeah, it's like, it's all good. It just wasn't, none of it, <clears throat> none of the backstories took the characters to the next level, and it was all kind of generic, just yeah. sad stuff that's happened. Um Nothing, nothing we really, haven't seen before. Yeah, and nothing. Yeah, nothing groundbreaking. And 
I did out of all of them though, I really enjoyed uh Rat Catcher's backstory yeah. just because yeah. I mean it's interesting to see who um plays her father yeah, in this right. for like two seconds. It's like okay, like oh, yeah. I guess he was just like, Hey James, you want you want anything done here? And he's like, Yeah, just just play the father for like two scenes, like thirty seconds of screen time. Um yeah. so I, I did I, I would say Ratcatcher would probably be my favorite favorite out of the new characters besides um peacemaker because peacemaker yeah. i just feel like and i'm not uh i'm not like a big the boys fan on amazon like yeah. I, I watched a few episodes but it definitely reminded me of that that one guy yeah um, i don't know his name but it seemed like the they main kind guy. of the, yeah the it's, it's yeah it's yeah 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 it's kind of shared similar characteristics like yeah. the the raw rock usa kind of character who will do yeah. anything to protect the country um but cena was fun and i will say the action is great um mm. like i mentioned before the the problem that you know it's 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 i think it's just like a comic book movie problem at this point you can't just have a heist or something like that there has to be like a big cgi action set piece at the end of all these movies yeah and although it was fun to watch i just thought it was kind of unnecessary like i i i kind of wish that you know it seemed like the movie was ending at one point and that just right. kept going with this big you know yeah boss battle it, at the end and it was kind of obvious so i guess we'll talk more in the spoiler but it was, yeah it was kind of obvious and you, you guessed right away how they were gonna defeat the thing you could you, you knew like 20 minutes into the movie uh, how they were going to do it. Um, but or maybe not even as I'll explain in the spoiler. But like, yeah, it, it right. It, yeah, I, I'm definitely more of the. Yeah, let's have a heist and then have just a very good, well executed action scene at the end rather than a big yeah, CGI monster. But yeah, but it was all right. Yeah, it was what fine. you expect from James Gunn. Listen, it was much better than that first Suicide Squad thing. And, you know, what's her yeah. name? Cara Delevingne, like, shaking her hips. Yeah, and, did. you know, these... I don't even know what that was. I, but I got a, a funny, a quick story on that. So Please. I... that So that was... Yeah, so that came out 2015 summer. We had just come off of... Uh, or 2016. We come mm -hmm. off of um, a bunch of the Marvel movies that were just solid. I think it was Civil War and um one other one that came out that summer and my friends and i were like wouldn't it be great a great idea if we if we uh watched the movie twice in a row because we're always like oh what's uh like oh man i just want to watch it again so like all right the suicide squad movie david Ayer, joker harley quinn will smith all this stuff it's gonna be awesome there's no way it's bad so we bought tickets for like a seven o'clock and a 10 o'clock show. Oh, man. So we watched. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we did it. At, we watched the seven o'clock and then we had like a half hour to kill. And there's a McDonald's right next to our movie theater. So you usually go to McDonald's after you see a movie. So we went for the in-between time and we're like, I mean, yeah, it was good. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, that was it was all right. And then we, yeah, by like 10 minutes in, we're all looking at each other for the second time. Like, this is a big mistake. <laughs> but, but you know, watch it again. 
I mean, you already spent the money. You might as well yeah. just like enjoy the music at least because yeah. I, I kind of felt the same yeah. way though. The first time I watched it, I was like, and it wasn't getting good reviews at all when it right. first came out. So, and typically I don't try to go into movies with certain expectations. It's, right. it's hard for some, it's easier for most, but this one, like the trailers were phenomenal for, for the, for suicide squad. And, you know, I was, it was like, I mean, Joker was the first Joker since uh, Heath yeah. Ledger. So uh, I just, I had fun with it the first time. And then I, I rewatched it maybe once or twice more and it was getting so much worse. I don't, it's, I don't, I don't, I can't explain it. Like it yeah. just, and I feel this way sometimes for some Marvel movies, like you go in and it's a great time in the theater and you, you don't know what's going to happen. So you're just going on the ride. But then once yeah. you like watch it for a second, third, fourth time, it's like, okay, now you're seeing what, the movie is for on face value. You don't have right. those surprises anymore because you know it's coming. So now you can properly judge the movie. Yeah. Um, I did not judge the first Suicide Squad properly on a first watch for sure. Right. It was right. just like, oh my god, I, I'll never watch that thing again. This one I'll watch again though. I mean, it's it's a fun time. It's it. I don't think it drags. It's it's got that James right. Gunn comedy. It's got really um, graphic violence. There's a, a scene mm-hmm. where they go through this camp, uh, which was one of my favorite scenes yeah, in the movie, oh, yeah. um, which is great, bloody, and then it just ends with a joke, and it's like, oh, that, that was yeah. tremendous stuff. Great. Um, there's also a big uh, Harley scene that she gets her own, kind of like in Birds of Prey, uh, she gets her own breakout scene to uh, Just a Gigolo by Louis Prima Jr., or Louis Prima. And I was like, oh my, I love that song. Yeah. It's just such a, such an interesting choice for this. I mean, it makes sense, but it's such an interesting yeah. choice for the, uh, the montage or the, the breakout uh, of, of Harley. But yeah, I think it's a strong recommend for me. Um, I don't love it as much as other people seem to be loving it. Like, honestly, I would probably put Birds of Prey over this one mm-hmm. still. Um, yeah. and, and Wonder Woman's still like, probably my number one and i'm a big batman v superman ultimate cut guy uh i love the ultimate cut of batman v superman so this is kind of like mid dcu for me but it might honestly this might be one of those movies that gets better with rewatches instead of the opposite um where where are you on the on the rankings of the dcu where does this land for you just pull up my list um, which by the way, I, I guess I gotta find you on Letterboxd because oh, we're, yeah. we're both Letterboxd guys. I didn't even know you were on there, yeah. so uh, excuse me while I try to find oh, yeah. you on there. <laughs> um, I'll uh, I don't have juice or anything in the in the actually, I'll just I'll just copy and paste my yeah, one here anyway, my profile into I gotta update. Is... I still haven't logged the new Suicide Squad or anything yet, but. I, I forgot to ask you, did you watch this on HBO Max or was this a, a theater? I did for time, just for I just didn't feel like making the the trip out um, and and taking the time to do it. And my buddy was willing to just uh, he had already seen it in theaters. So but he oh, really okay. loved it and he wanted to see it again. So uh, he I just went over to his place and we watched it last night. But 
Uh, it's, I, a per- yeah. it's a perfect like summer movie. Like you go in, you eat a yeah. whole bucket of popcorn and just enjoy yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. I would have loved. Yeah. I would have loved to see it in theaters. I got to. Gosh, it's time. Time. Yeah, I know. Um, uh, but yeah, so I love uh, I'm a big fan of Shazam and yeah, Birds of Prey. And I do love uh, Batman v Superman um, a lot. So ultimate or i take the i take the other cut for what it is like it's like i i know like all this stuff gets fleshed out but it's an extra 30 minutes so i'm gonna just watch the regular cut the original cut and just know in my head fill in the blanks in my head (laughs) but just for sake of time to just uh crank it out because it's got most of the uh, pretty much all the action scenes and everything i think so uh yeah i enjoy that for what it is so yeah i'd not above Man of Steel, not above Wonder Woman. I'd probably put it above uh, where I've got Wonder Woman 1984. So oh yeah, like for sure. Number six. So and just then, about like mid, mid, yeah, mid DCU. Yeah, but I'm I'm seeing people like this is their favorite DCU. Which listen, uh, I'm not gonna fault them. I can definitely yeah. see why because this this movie is a ton of fun. Like if you're just going in and, and for a good time, like it's funny, it's got the action, it's got everything you want in like a summer blockbuster. Um, so I totally get it. And like I said, it, this might be one of those movies that gets better with a rewatch. So I'll definitely be yeah. rewatching it in the next few months. Um, but we'll we'll jump into spoilers now. So this is going to be the spoiler section. As always, uh, we have the time codes in the description. I probably should have said that before uh, going into non-spoiler, but it is what it is. Um, So, Justin, uh, I really loved that we finally saw, like, the exploding microchip. uh, Because it it starts, and it gets into it immediately. Like, you see Michael, uh, what's his name? Michael uh, Rooker, his character. He's, like, bouncing this ball around, and then he kills the, (laughs) the rat in the corner. I was like... What is going on here? Like, yeah. what what is the point of this? And I, I still don't really understand the point, right? Uh, other than just to introduce you to this guy. And but I loved like the first twenty opening minutes of this movie. Yeah. Now I yeah I had seen the, the one of the trailers like months ago, but other than that, I haven't really been keeping up with like remembering because I knew it was all like mostly new characters. So yeah, no one I was really familiar with. So. I didn't really have anything. So I actually forgot that there was like a whole cast of like John Cena and Idris Elba and everything. So I thought that that first suicide, I thought that was it. I thought that yeah, was I didn't Suicide know it was, Squad. I had yeah, Pete Davidson in there, like <laughs> yeah. just a hodgepodge of people. Um, right. what, what's and his name? Uh, Flula Borg. Like, what is he doing oh, in yeah. a Suicide Squad movie? Like, yeah. I was, I was, I was like, you, I was like, what is going on here? Yeah. Like, is this the, the Suicide Squad? But you kind of figure like the way that it goes, they're mostly like character, like really wacky characters. Yeah. And you didn't get introduced to the main one yet. Kind of like, Oh, okay. How many of these people are going to die? And it's like, Oh, everybody yeah, dies. Ex- well, except-, except weasel. Yeah. He lives, yep. which that was awesome. I, I love that. I love the joke when uh, they, they, they go off of the uh, the plane and they they jump down and he's drowning and and then they in the control room like Did nobody asked if weasel could swim <laughs> like that that, awesome. that kind of that kind of comedy worked yeah. in this movie yep. um but i i was kind of surprised that boomerang bit the dust 
Like, right. What, what is, that's right. That's when I was like, okay, what's going on? This is not like, yeah, this is weird. Like what is Jai Courtney doing this these days that he has to be killed off in the the first like 20 minutes. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, so that was, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, it was, yeah, it, it, but it was good. It was good that, that little first, yeah, kind of a little storm in the beach and just getting lit up. Like you, you hear, um, polka dot man, right? Yeah. Da- David, that, that's Malchin or however you say his last name. I was like, all right, this guy, he's not lasting. He, he's there for the whole movie, <laughs> you know? And, but I loved what they did with the character. Like it's yeah. so bizarre. Like the yeah. dude is puking up polka dots. He's throwing the polka dots. Yeah, picturing his mom. Oh my for God. Everyone. I love that bit. That bit was yeah. so good throughout yeah. the movie where everybody has the face of his mom. It's, <laughs> it's so good. Like that stuff works. You know, it's yeah. there very few. I would say like very few jokes don't land in this movie. Like, right. Right. There's a couple things um, with Harley that are like, OK, because people are also saying like this is the best Harley Quinn that they've ever seen on screen, which I, I love the, the Harley and Birds of Prey. Right. Because I mean and but I get it, though, like especially I don't know if you're if you've watched the Harley Quinn animated series like uh, that's basically oh you got to watch it dude it's so okay. good yeah um that's basically the harley quinn in that in that show is the one in birds of prey so okay. it's kind of like yeah. a live action adaptation of that that spin of it but she 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 was great as usual like margot robbie yep. knows what she's doing as as harley quinn um but rat, rat catcher was great daniel melchior which i think uh, came out that she was actually like the portuguese uh dub of spider gwen and into the spider verse oh, okay. which just a random piece of trivia there um but what were what were the, some of the stuff that didn't work for you um and you can go into full spoilers you're in the spoiler thing because i mean we meant i mentioned the 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 whole kind of like starfish i mean it looked great at right. the end like it's right. it's it was very reminiscent of like the the Marshmallow Man and Ghostbusters yeah. just wrecking yeah. wrecking stuff, but it's just like another CGI monster that, I mean, it is it is what it is. I guess you have to put it in these movies, but it was kind of a bummer. Yeah, like yeah, with the whole like the spear thing. Yeah, it's like oh okay, yeah, it's like obvious, like okay, this it's gonna come around. Spear somehow. is gonna be what yeah they you what is used to yeah essentially right stab the the starfish in the eye you know you just see that coming so it was like i yeah i'm never a big fan of uh of of big monster fights so um i mean monster on monsters different but yeah humans versus monsters it's like there's no yeah there's just no like there's no real like real legitimate way you know you're actually winning that fight (laughs) so it's just kind of like okay what wacky thing can they think of to to just all like to to win yeah versus like an actual you know human on human there's much more especially considering that most of the people uh most of the suicide squad left are people without superpowers. Yeah. Like, there's no super. Yeah. Harley Quinn doesn't have a superpower. Right. Um, Bloodsport doesn't have a superpower. I, the only guy with the superpower or two or it's Ratcatcher and Polka Dot Man. <laughs> and then they, yeah. I mean, Polka Dot Man bites the dust. And then, but yeah. like, 
you know, it's Harley and, and uh, Bloodsport that are really just taking on uh, this big starfish. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you know that they're going to win, but it's right. kind of ridiculous that, you know, the normal people, relatively normal people, yeah. are the ones that take down this huge monster instead of, you know, the people with actual powers. Yeah. I didn't get why uh, they broke, they, they broke, is it Bloodshot, right? Or Blood, yeah. Bloodsport. Bloodsport, Bloodsport. Yeah. They broke his mask and then um and then when the things come down uh yeah he has to just fight him off i'm like why didn't they just not break his mask <laughs> he could just yeah put the, mask the, the little like little but, other squids or whatever come out of the starfish yeah, and everything was... and then their solution is just cover your face like yeah, i, I was... mean <laughs> nobody I got that memo like you see all these people getting the the starfish on their faces and then nobody's thinking about just cover your face yeah yeah it's a so little it was, ridiculous, but that's kind of like that's what has to happen in these yeah. big like third act boss battles or whatever. Right. Um, but with Bloodsport, I mean, even with the stuff, his relationship with his daughter, like it's just it's yeah, dead shot. Just, like it's right. it's the same kind of you know right. relationship there. So that I I was expecting more from that character, but like I said, I loved you know. Idris's and Cena's uh, relationship and chemistry yeah. in this movie. Um, the the big camp scene, which was phenomenal, but also, um, yeah. you know, their banter too is great. Um, it's it's going to be interesting. Can they bring? Because I mean, Cena lives. You know, the which right. I was kind of going into this. I was assuming that the Peacemaker show was going to be a prequel, but clearly right. it's Same. not. It's gonna it's going to be a sequel. Um, so you got to wonder, like, does Idris come back for the show? Yeah, what what cool. what happens there? I'd definitely rather see this, yeah, take place in a show rather than an, another movie or a sequel to this. Because, yeah, I mean, pretty much everyone died. So you'd have to just do another show with, yeah, with Idris, Harley, and Ratcatcher. Because, yeah, they're the only ones. Does the shark... The shark makes the shark, it. Right? Shark makes it, right? The shark yeah. makes it, yeah. Which so comes, I mean, think he's died because they just. <laughs> yeah, they kind of overplayed that because they they did it with Peacemaker. They did it with the shark. It's like you can only trick us so many times. Like yeah. they're dead, but they're not dead. It, right, right. You know that kind of got repetitive. But King Shark, which he's not called that, he's called Nanu. I mean, he is King Shark, but it's just it's yeah. voiced by Sylvester Stallone. Right. Like he, he it's I'm not going to compare it, but he the, the character has a much bigger part in um, the Harley Quinn show. And I like that oh, okay. interpretation better. But I mean, I liked I like the shark. Like it's, a you know, saying it was kind of like Groot. He said like a yeah, couple words right. and then that was it. Um, so like James Gunn has his archetypes here. Like he he needs yeah, he needs right. the animal. Uh, that kind of just is bizarre looking. And then you have the other one that has to like, it's a tree person. It's a shark. They have to say one or two words. Yeah. Nobody Cena really was, understands. Cena was kind of Drax with the little, like kind of the dry one liners and stuff and humor. Um, I yeah. think, but it, I, I think it overall works. You know, I, um, I don't know the series lends itself to sequels because you can just yeah. keep finding these characters, right. you know, like they, they threw out what, like at least 20 characters in the suicide right. squad in this movie, right? Like yeah. most of them died, but I'm sure like you can find more out there yeah. 
to where, you know, you could make a third one, but unfortunately I don't know if it's going to happen because of the box office. It just didn't. I mean, I think uh, I was reading today, it cost $180 million budget and then another a hundred million for advertising. And the thing made like $28 million opening weekend. Yeah. No, yeah. No one is just going to the movies right now. It's just, yeah, I think everyone just got so used to home and everyone's so busy. Like it's not, I I genuinely want to go to the movie theater, but I just yeah, it's just time, and to and people I feel like don't want to spend, especially like take a family out or oh take, yeah, you know they don't want to take their girlfriend out or whatever or or and then spend much money on popcorn and it's like oh we can just watch it at home right now we already we're already paying for HBO Max like we yeah. may as well so hopefully that is helping HBO Max subscriptions but i i did i think i did see something like this is it was the second biggest opening weekend on hbo max for a movie that they've had so far yeah uh the first one was actually mortal Kombat, um which is and that one didn't do great in the theater either so but then you have space jam which surprisingly made a lot of i mean not a lot of money but relative to expectations it made a good amount of money i think it might have made more than suicide squad um yeah and then just kind of it kind of just tanked after that so it's i don't know like i I do like the convenience i watch space jam at home because again it's a time thing but also i don't think i needed to see it in the theater to get it um so it might just be like our viewing habits have changed over the last year and a half which i mean as long as the option is there to go to the theater i'm fine yeah. Like I know a lot of people really do not like HBO putting HBO max, putting out these movies on their service for free, relatively free. I mean, you're paying for the right. service, but yeah. for no extra charge, right? You're paying um, for it anyway. So yeah, because you know, Disney plus some of their movies, they, you got to pay 30 bucks like black widow and right. jungle cruise. Um, I don't know. There, there might just be like a happy medium here that I needs to happen. Black widow. I just realized uh, that. that that's a good one, man. That that really is. I'm so oh you know my what? Gosh. That would be a really it. fun double feature in the theater: Black Widow and yeah. the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, because I, I kind of enjoyed them both. Like I, yeah. I like Black Widow a little bit better, but I would definitely double feature these in the theater. Um. Oh yeah. But yeah, yeah I, I I like the movie, man. Like you, you know, it's I didn't love it. Um, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll but I'll I'll rewatch it and see how I feel then. And I'm super pumped for the Peacemaker show, which I think is already wrapped. I, w- I want to say that they finished that already. So it's coming out next year. and But it's going to be interesting because they also, I think Warner Brothers ca- kind of came out and said they're, they're developing more stuff with James Gunn. So what does that mean? Yeah. Does that mean another Suicide Squad movie? Does that mean, you know, uh, more shows based on... Uh, DC characters like where what do you want to see next from James Gunn because he's also got volume three of Guardians coming out too so yeah is is it a a pick your poison here is it DC is it Marvel or do you kind of want to see him get away from this this franchise stuff and just make movies I think I'd like to see him get out of the franchise stuff because I I feel I'm definitely feeling the the superhero movie fatigue. I've definitely lost the excitement. Like I, yeah, I haven't seen, like if you would have told me five years ago that you would just not see, or you would like forget to go see black widow. I'd be like, no way I would never like, you know, but like, yeah, yeah it's like, I, I just feel like there's so many 
now that it's hard to get excited for one um, as much as, you know, I'm definitely excited for the Batman. For sure. excited for that. Did you, Def- did you, oh no, you watched it at home, but this was the first time I saw a trailer for the Batman in the theater. Okay. And people loved it. And Sweet. it looks I, great. Like I cannot wait for that movie. Yeah. Yeah. So I, you know, I have, I have tomorrow night off. I'm going to go see Black Widow tomorrow night. Maybe even, maybe even uh, sneak something else in there too. Like, old or something no but <laughs> something i know might be good but <laughs> yeah i mean if you need a an unintentional laugh i think old is yeah. the movie for you yeah that'll um, definitely i'll definitely watch that streaming <laughs> um but uh but yeah uh yeah i, I i'm i i would love i love some of james like i love super and i forget is it slither is the other one is that the name of the like the kind oh of the horror movie yeah, because he he's got like uh, trauma background too. So I mean, he he makes some real. I mean, I haven't seen any of his kind of uh, earlier stuff Other, that's yeah. not in the franchise. But from yeah. what I hear, like he he's a horror guy, right? So yeah. and he also produced that one movie from a few years ago, is um, yeah. the Belko oh. Experiment. Oh yeah, that and he didn't he produce the the Blackburn or whatever the Superman. Oh, Brightburn or Brightburn, Brightburn. yeah. I hated yeah. that movie though. Please, no okay. more bright burns. Oh my god, I could not stand that movie. Maybe but he yeah. directed. <laughs> if he directed it, maybe it would be different. But yeah. it just that movie kind of crashed and burned for me. Yeah. But yeah, I I kind of I like what he's doing right now. Um, I would definitely welcome some original stuff from him. Like I'm not opposed yeah. to that. But I would still like we've seen what he can do with the Guardians. Uh, that's wrapping up. I don't want to see him do anything else in Marvel besides Guardians. DC, right. I mean, it seemed like he was super interested in doing this. It's not like, you know, Warner Brothers just begged him to do it. It seemed like he was actively right. interested in this, and then he was actively interested in making that Peacemaker show. So if he has another character or characters that he wants to tell stories about, I'm super for. Because, I mean, man, if, if they keep James Gunn, you've got James Gunn, you have J.J. Uh, Abrams developing DC stuff. Like, they're, they're yeah. coming out with the heavy hitters. Um, sure. And then on the Marvel side, like, they're just plucking these independent filmmakers and throwing them into these big blockbusters. But it's kind of like a dichotomy. Like, I, I like, you know, if you want this thing, you can go to Marvel. If you want that thing, you can go to DC. I think keeping yeah. them separate and kind of different, it, it benefits both in, in oh, yeah. a certain way. So that was our thoughts on the Suicide Squad, uh, suicide squad guys. Um, please tell us what you thought about it. Um, you know, it's it's available on HBO Max. So if you don't have the time, if you didn't have the time like Justin, pop it on uh, pop it on the, uh, the old HBO Max. Because it's not only that, it's a great service. You'll, you'll find plenty of stuff on there. Oh, yeah. But before we go, guys, you know how it is. We always play a quick 60-second speed round game, the Pick Perfect Minute. Uh, just a bunch of uh, questions related to franchises and movies in general. Uh, Justin, there's no trivia here. I know okay. bring no, all the schmo down people on. They expect trivia. No trivia here. Just straight 60 seconds of questions. Okay. Are you ready, Juice? Let me refuel. With the Finstock Exchange mug. Oh, Love yeah. it. I'm ready. All right. Here we Go. Favorite movie snack? Popcorn. Dolby or IMAX? Dolby. Batman or Superman? Batman. Physical media or digital movies? 
physical media. Do you arrive early or late for previews? Late. Dine in theaters, yay or nay? Uh, I've not been. No opinion. No comment. <laughs> Ever snuck into a movie? Yes. Lights on or off when watching movies at home? Off. All off. Jim Carrey or Adam Sandler? Ooh. Uh, J- uh, Jim Carrey. Scarlett Johansson or Emma Stone? Scarlett Johansson. Uh, seat in the front, middle, or back of the theater? Middle. Are you on the AMC Stubbs A-list? Uh, I don't have an AMC next to me. Oh, near me. Do you stay through the credits? Usually. And it's time. Yeah. Oh, come on, Justin. <laughs> Everybody I, I've asked, they are on the A-list. They are part of the A-list I, entourage. You got to get on this, man. Even if you don't have any AMCs, you got to be yeah, a part of the entourage. Like, it's like 30. It's like 20 minutes. It's like a 30-minute drive to the to the closest AMC. So what do you have around you? Is it just like a mom and pop theater or what's no, going on? it's a uh, Marcus, which is Midwest oh. kind of a Midwest movie theater chain. So, so do they have their own kind of subscription thing where you can uh, you do the, the, the certain price a month and see however many movies or no, they do $5 Tuesdays. Okay. So everyone goes on Tuesday. So it actually works out that tomorrow night is a Tuesday, the day I have off and can see. I so and, and with the sneaking in, I actually I haven't I've never not paid for a ticket, mm. but I've definitely bought one ticket, especially in college. When the, and <clears throat> yes. I went to school in Chicago and they're twelve dollars a ticket. And I just went to two or three more after we've so all been there. We've that all been I've there. done. Yeah. So I technically haven't snuck into a movie, but I've snuck like McDonald's in my shirt. Oh, that was man. Cool. You're one of those people, Justin. Come on. No, not that. Not that often. I usually. Okay. You don't not, do it on like in like a pack theater though, right? Like no, maybe a matinee. No, no, no. Yeah, I I always. All right. To, I was going at like yeah, I was going like the days I didn't have class on like a Thursday at like one in the afternoon. Oh my god! So it's like nobody right. is there. I'll accept that, Justin. Uh, Juice, tell tell everybody where they can find you. What yep. you got going on? I mean, you're you're a busy guy. You got a lot of lot of uh, I don't know what the phrase is. The pot, not, it's not pot spoiling. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. There, there's a the phrase kitchen, i don't know a lot of a yeah, lot of uh whatever is it cooks in the kitchen is that what it is or, or is that no I mean, no that that's is... more when you i don't know but <laughs> uh yeah so i've got yeah so i got what the show on wednesday night um usually we roll we kick off around eight to nine p.m central so nine or ten uh eastern um we do yeah so we've got um Nerd Chronic of the Schmodown coming on this week. Love so we'll it. Talk to him. Yeah, it's just about random stuff. I don't think we have a specific topic for him, but um, very yeah, rarely and- is there a specific topic on what no. the show. No, no, <laughs> a lot of chaos. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Which I love. Um, I love it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um, and then yeah, we. I don't have anything immediate coming up on the guitar. I'm just trying to get done with this summer. I'm just ready for. I'm ready for it to be the middle of September, and I can just actually start working on some some uh personal music projects and stuff again but uh yeah hopefully i'll be able to do uh another live guitar concert um my new guitar makes it very easily for me to play a song so maybe one night if uh the things work out i'll just start streaming on live concert just like that That'd be um, great. 
that would yeah hope hoping uh some time opens up but uh yeah other than that that's about all i got going on there's all there's always a clamoring for the keytar that no oh, yeah. matter no matter what anytime then and there everybody needs to watch you play the keytar justin uh but thank you for coming on brother yeah. um letter gotta follow him on letterbox we are letterbox bros jay oliver on letterbox please yeah. and follow me at bobby is gross on letterbox too um oh, yeah. we we i don't know about you uh juice but I, i'm addicted to that thing i gotta log oh, everything yeah. as soon as i see it unfortunately i know that's kind of frowned upon in certain circles but oh. gotta log it gotta make the list the tops of the year yeah. you know how it is Justin. oh yeah it's the best uh, yeah but you could find uh, the podcast on all of the major podcast platforms apple spotify whatever uh all of them all of them we are there YouTube, Picture Perfect. Uh, we have this in video form if you guys want to check it out on that. Uh, at Pick Perfect Cast on Twitter. Uh, you can find me at Bobby is Gross pretty much everywhere. I'm, I'm all around you. Uh, but next week, guys, uh, I don't know who's going to be on the show, but we are going to be talking about Free Guy, the new Ryan Reynolds flick. Looks like a lot of fun. I'm hearing a lot of good things about it. So stay tuned for that. Thank you guys for listening and watching, and we will catch you guys 